Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Today, we have a very special guest. And Danita is going to tell you all about her journey starting booty bands and barbells. I just had a lovely conversation with her on her podcast. And now she's here for the Health Coach Nation audience to talk about her journey in entrepreneurship and expressing her vulnerability and having to overcome a lot of challenges when it comes to building her huge community and amazing brand today. And so I'm really excited for you get to get to know her. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. I love it. I love doing this. So thank you for, yeah. for welcoming me here. Yes. Well, thanks for coming. So first, why don't you just give the audience a little bit about your background and how you started your brand and, you know, what you do. Yeah. So my name is Danita Young. I'm the owner and co-founder of Booty Bands and Barbells. We are the original booty bands that came out. Um, we also are we, we're different because we've got four different levels of resistance bands and we offer a curvy plus version as well. Amongst all the other brands that are out there, we really like to hit all of our audience and make sure that all of them are completely covered with being able to get to their health and fitness journey. So we really pride ourselves in reeducating women. We teach them about the difference of weight loss versus fat loss. We teach them on how to get lasting transformations. So we are absolutely not about restrictions or restrictions eating. Uh, we're not about uh, endless weight loss loop of this endless cardio that you're having to do. And just the all the wrong things that we can get trapped into. I re-educate women on how to really get to their goals successfully, whether that's health, fitness, mindset, et cetera, um, really being able to transform their life and have it forever. So that is a little bit about us. Um, we've been um, uh, building booty bands for about four years now, and we just came out with barbells um, during COVID. So it was a really amazing uh, way to help out the local economy uh, during a time where we can actually build the barbells um, in the United States. And so as you're supporting us, you're supporting local economies, a women-owned company, and um, small businesses. So it's a really phenomenal, we have a very large community um, where we've been able to support women worldwide. And I, as you can tell, I'm thoroughly passionate about what I do and um, the outreach that I, and, uh, that, I, that I give. Yeah, I love it. You are totally killing it. And I'm excited to dive into this because 
it sounds like you have products and many different kinds and you have a huge uh, community that you've built and an app. So you have like a lot going on. And I know a physical product business is much harder, I'm going to be honest, than an online business because I've worked for physical product businesses. And my gosh, I take my hat off to you because I know how challenging it can be. So tell us a little bit, how did you even get started? You had this idea, like what was what happened? You had an idea and then what happened? Yes, I will tell you all. And that's one thing you'll know about me is I am raw and real. And I'll tell you the the depths of hell I've had to go through with this whole thing. But it didn't start off in hell. It started off actually really glorious. Um, I was a I became a certified personal trainer and I started um, training women in, in San Diego, California. And I soon became extremely busy where I was able to get women a, all the curves they wanted and shrink their waist. And it was really the difference of women have been doing this endless cardio routine because women think of weight loss, they immediately go to cardio. Well, I was going to teach them, hey, if you're really trying to get sculpted and toned and have that woman hourglass look, let me show you the way. So when I proved it myself, I proved it with all my clients. Now, something that I always did in my trainings, I used resistance bands. And why they're amazing is because instead of just doing a, a compound exercise that, let's say, hits your gluteus maximus, the second you put that resistance band on, your maximus, your minimus, and your your maximus minimus and medius are all activated at the same time, therefore tripling your results um, in just one workout. And so I personally love it. I've seen the transformations. I take monthly photos of my clients and they were shocked themselves seeing their booties lifted round, firmer, like the best shape. And they're like, I didn't think this was possible. And uh, so that really is what inspired me. But the, the the problem that I had was because there was only these rubber bands that when I was a certified trainer and they would roll up, they'd break all the time. They would snap, they would pull your hair and they would literally fling up all the way to your waist. And like in the middle of your workout, you had to sit and like reconfigure it. And it was just such a pain and it was not comfortable. So I am a seamstress and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and make my own and uh, give this to my clients and see if they like it better. So I went home, went on my sewing machine, sewed fabric over the rubber and uh, was able to give them a better version, which didn't roll up. It stayed in place and it really like helped, you know, fix all that. And um, so I started I that's basically how I started, I guess you could say. So just absolutely passionate about helping women get to a more comfortable, um, durable version to be able to get their workout. So it's a lot easier. But obviously there's more to that story. But I'll I'll see if you. Yeah, no, I'm loving this. So first of all, I just want to tell our listeners right now the way that you highlighted that you had a very clear offer is like what I want to teach everybody <laughs> because you're like, I helped women get, and then I can't remember the exact wording, but you were like the curves they want and the ways that they want or something along. What was it? Say it could, yeah. So it could be uh, cut fat, keep your curves. Yes. Okay. Clear offer. Love it. You noticed a problem, which is what entrepreneurs do. You, you realize these bands are annoying. They're hurting me. I have to keep readjusting it. And so you naturally, found a solution for yourself and you realize I think a lot of other people will find value in this too and the brand was born. So I love the way you told me your story. And so, okay, you made some bands yourself, which is really impressive. I didn't know you were a seamstress. And then what happened? You start. How did you start promoting this brand new baby 
business? Yeah, uh, so obviously it started off with just my clientele. So started off small and then that started, you know, then their friends and family. And so it was very organic at the beginning. And uh, then my boyfriend, obviously the internet marketer goes, what are you doing? And so he goes, hey, I'm gonna ready to take this to the next level. How much are you selling them for and how much are you getting them for? And I go, yeah, I'm getting them for $5 and I'm selling them for $5. <laughs> he goes, girl, you're, you're doing this all wrong. You're not making any profit. You're literally just giving these bands away. And I was like, well, yeah, clearly because I'm a personal trainer and they pay me for obviously personal training work. So he had to really redesign the business in which took me from being just a certified trainer into the online business world, which was a whole different avenue for me, which four years in the making of this, I've, I'm a completely different person now. So, wow. Okay. So I love this. He um, was like, okay, why are you selling this and giving this away for free? So you start to move online. How did you start to identify your messaging, your brand? Um, and, and what were some of the early on challenges you faced when you were going online? Yep. So um, how I differentiated myself was one, um, nobody, everybody that was kind of like maybe in the band space with like rubber bands was um, not, they, they weren't certified trainers that cared about the results of their customers. You could clearly see that they were just trying to sell a product. For me, what I did is I created a fitness program with the bands. So that was our offer was every time you bought a band, you got 10 videos for free um, and then allowed them to kind of follow the journey. And, and that only progressed from there it was a domino effect of me just continuing to keep educating them and all that fun stuff. Um, you talk about the problems early onset. Uh, yeah, we can go into that. Uh, massive problems actually happened. So what happened was um, my boyfriend's really good. He's been doing internet marketing for the last 10 years at that point. And he blew this thing out of the water. There was Facebook ads everywhere. My face was all over. We had VSLs and it was just really, really big which when you grow big at the beginning, it's actually not a good thing for all those that are thinking you have to be big fast. Uh, I would not recommend it because it's not a sprint. Building a brand and building a business is actually more of a marathon. So um, we went really big, really fast. And what happened is sewing rubber, you put holes inside the rubber and I'm selling a product that's non-breakable. And what happened is a few months later, all of my products started breaking on my customers. Now, if you can look in my face, I am honest, pure, and authentic. But what happens when you have thousands, hundreds of thousands of product coming back to you and they're saying you're a scam? They're, they're gonna contact Better Business Bureau, they're gonna go after you, they want refunds, they, they want a new product. And at that point, I had no money because you know as a startup, you're putting everything, everything that you make into your business. So everything that I made was absolutely already gone. And so I sat there and it was the first time in my life, you guys, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, I've never hit depression. I'm a very bubbly person, as you can see. I hit depression and I couldn't get out of bed. And I literally pulled the covers over my face and I was like, I don't wanna face this. I don't wanna face all these customers and like all this madness, they don't know who I really am. Like I, all my intentions were out there purely and it really came down on me hard. Like literally, if you can imagine, like the walls caved in, the, the ceiling caved in and I really just felt like I had no option. And this is really where I was born. Um, in your darkness is really where you find your core, I guess you could say. And in that darkness is where I said, and I live by this quote, um, you do not have to be perfect to inspire others. 
you inspire others with how you handle your imperfections. So in that moment, I thought, okay, how am I going to redo this? How am I going to fix this? And that is where I sold my car. I sold my 401k. Everything I possibly had in my savings, I went ahead and I went out and bought elastic bands instead. I completely emptied out all my warehouses of all of the product I already bought for rubber, switched it all over to elastic. And I was carless, savingless, 401k-less, like absolutely everything you can imagine. I, I jumped into this and had no idea if it would work out or not. And that is when I opened up my Facebook group. And I said, everybody come in. If you have a broken band, I'm going to replace it for free. I'm sorry. I'm a real person. Here's my story. Hear me out. And I'm going to gift you something. Now, this is the start of people finding out how authentic and real I really am. And I replaced that. And obviously, since then, we have now upgraded. So we have 2020 bands that are absolutely phenomenal. They're amazing. And um, as you can tell the look on my face, I just love our products. And I build and I create the products solely based off of what my customers and members want. And that is really what I pride myself in. So that's the story. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have so much to say. <laughs> Here we go. First, Listen to how you, you you really sacrificed a lot for your business and you didn't know what was going to happen. We all don't know what's going to happen. We didn't know COVID was going to happen. We didn't know. We all don't know what's going to happen as a result in our business. But that doesn't mean that you should wait to take action or that you should, um, you know, not do it right because where you are today, you've grown into the person you are today because of all the stuff that you gone through all the stuff that you've sacrificed etc and so and how real and transparent you were with your audience so we'll go back to that in a minute but i just want to say to everybody ask yourself what are you willing to feel what are you willing to do what are you willing to um go through for your dreams and you clearly were put to the test and um went for it and trusted within yourself that it was going to get solved and it did so and that doesn't mean there's not more challenges of course as life goes on but um i just love that story and the thing is when it comes to um like what you said uh, two things i want to go back to the product differentiation so where you told us that you created a fitness um videos with the bands i love that because from a business standpoint when you can help your ideal audience get use what they actually purchased and fully kind of get addicted to the tribe and and you also built that community around it i think that that is so smart and i love that and then the other thing i want to ask you or well say is um you said i went out i, I got depressed a little bit and i realized it's not about what happened to me it's about what i do now what it, what's my next move right and so you had the courage to go in front of your audience who was ups who were, they were upset they were you know posting mean things online how did you what was the like how i i like how did you muster up the strength to i mean i did you read that quote online and then you're like okay cool but like walk me through that that moment okay yeah uh I'll tell you, um, 
when you when you are in your life and you can see almost like your future ahead of you, like I'm sitting there, imagine I'm sitting there, covers are pulled over, I can't leave bed for three days. And where is that going to get me? Like, I just was like, where am I going to be at in a month, a year, like three years? Like, what is depression and sitting in this bed? Where is it going to get me? And clearly that was my wake up call. Of like, I'm not going to get anywhere just by sitting here and sulking and feeling bad about myself. Um, I could sit here all day long with the excuses of I didn't mean to and I'm a good person and like, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, what does self-pity really do? Like, it's not going to it's not going to really change your life. So to me, that's when I had the moment of like, I'm willing to make whatever sacrifice it is so that I can really I, I know what one place is going to get me. So let me try this other side, even though it's an unknown. And I think that's something that's really big, especially in, in the self-development world, is you have to be OK in the unknowns because that is a very scary place. And as humans, we just don't know how to go through that. But that's really what you have to get comfortable with. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And the more you're willing to feel uncomfortable, the bigger your results and your life will be. And one of the things that you just said about, you know, self-pity is not going to inaction. The cost of inaction. Inaction is not going to do anything. You know, one thing's for sure. That's not going to help. So even though the other alternative, which is taking action, has uncertain results, it's better than doing nothing <laughs> and just kind of wallowing in, well, this is my life now. This is what happened. So and I want to bring attention to you didn't really have that much else to lose, right? Because you said I sold my car, I, you know, sold, got my money out of my 401k and this was the next step. And so I actually I don't think everybody has to hit rock bottom to realize that. But the truth is like, what did you have to lose? Which is kind of a freeing experience, probably now looking back on it, because now you feel kind of like unshakable, right? Like tell me how, how now, tell me where you are now in your business. Well, I feel like there's really two ways to go when you're in business. It's either you're going to take like the safety zone and you're just going to, you know, kind of get like the safety zone is like I could have, you know, been a little bit more cautious and didn't throw everything in and, and you know, that way. But then there's also the absolute unknown. I'm going to throw everything into this. And I feel like, you know, really business is a reflection of you. And if you kind of go safe, then you're going to you're going to grow slow. In, in my personal opinion, I feel like if you are able to really be passionate and really love what you're doing and really show the world your value, that's really what is money is money is a, an exchange of value. So if you're real, if you're ready to wake up and show the world really who you are and what message you need to give this this planet in turn, that's only going to be law of reciprocity and come back to you. So I don't know if I answered your question. No, it's amazing. I'm loving every second of this. And one of the things I want to ask you about as well is you said earlier you grew too fast. Um, but now moving forward, how have you set your business up in a way that grows in a in a at a pace you can um, deal with? Like, how, tell me a little bit more about that. What you learned from that? 
Well, that's fun because I've got uh, three partners, right? So I've got two other people in the business and one of them likes to grow the way I like to grow. And the other one likes to scale to the moon immediately. So it's all, I mean, that obviously kind of goes into a whole different topic about partners and how you kind of sit and work that out. Um, but it's really, in my personal opinion, there's a balance when you have somebody that's like, let's go, go, go. And then you have others that are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, right. And then you kind of find this like happy medium where you can kind of like sync together. So um, it really is, uh, it's a whole huge topic, I guess, within itself, just really talking about how you grow. Um, and if there's anything I could really say there, the quote that I use is, want what life wants, not what you want. Because when you want it the way you want, you're always going to be led with um, uh, failed expectations and like, oh, I thought it was going to go this way, et cetera. So there's actually a, if you if you're able to find in life that there is a flow, there is a river that you can actually just uh, sit down on the tube and go down. There is that flow. Life can be easy. Business can be easy if you're if you're able to find that flow of the right business partners um, the right steps, the right platforms like that. If you're working every day and you find that when it feels hard and restriction and like you're constantly swimming upstream, that might be what you want. So kind of think about what the difference is, what life wants or what you want. Wow. Okay. And I completely agree with this because one of the things when you're resisting reality, you are putting yourself, you're blocking yourself from what is possible and how you could move forward with flow. So I love the way that you put that. And one of the things that um, you brought attention to is that you have partners and you've had to deal with, you know, one of us likes to work this way and one of us likes to work this way. And I have, um, I totally, I have a partner and we both complement each other super well, but one of us is super visionary and one of us is uh, the executor. So we, and it's great because we work together really well, but it is different because I'm not used to, right? You have to get used to seeing things a different way. So how have you personally um, managed having a partnership and like some lessons you've learned in, in a sense when it comes to that? Yeah, so yeah, I have a personal relationship and a business relationship with the same person. And um, I, truly think that it can be hard if you make it hard. But I also believe that business just pulls out the version of you that needs to change. And I love change. I love, obviously I didn't used to, I had to learn to love it. <laughs> but um, we really do complement each other very well. Um, it's almost gotten to a point where we just need to take breaks from each other because we're constantly around each other in business and in personal life. And so um, you just are going to have to learn those simple learning lessons that come your way. Obviously, that's a whole nother topic. I could talk about relationships and business. But um, really what it would be if, if I could leave any advice on that is just know that when you have a problem in front of you, just solve that problem. Don't feel like you need to take on the whole world's problems in that one moment. Um, just if you've got that business partner, just sit down, talk about that one problem and, and really focus on one word only and that's solutions. What are the solutions? And that's it. And that will get you to where you need to be. Great advice. Yes. Taking the one thing at a time. And what about how have you grown your community? What have been some pivotal things that you've done in your business? to grow your community because you have a big community on uh, maybe just give us a summary of like all the places you are and uh, the community you've built and how some some tips for people listening who want to grow their community online. 
Yeah, that's a good question. So obviously one was failure, right? You heard that story about how it's how I pulled everyone together in a Facebook group was because I hit failure. Uh, but obviously I'm not saying that everybody has to hit rock bottom to build your community. All right. Um, ways that I built my community is I've just um, I've had to let one thing go and that was to be seen. And um, as you can see right now, Haley and I are, are talking and it's because one thing I was able to reach out to her, you're a complete stranger to me. But now I feel like, wow, what a great um, interaction back and forth going through podcasts. And that was just getting out of your own way. And so I'm on every single platform, whether it's Snapchat to Instagram to podcast to uh, Facebook lives, like I mean, you name it, just really um, find find the areas in which your audience is and um, speak to them on the different platforms. And now, obviously, it really depends on where you're at in your business, right? Because if you're just starting, you're going to want to try to find that one and slowly build it as you go. Um, but it, to me, it's I guess where I really focus my attention is I care so much about the end results for my customers that I am constantly just putting out content on all those platforms, letting them know I'm here for you. I'm re-educating you. I'm going to show, show you. I'm going to teach you the way. I'm not just a bunch of talk and not action. So that's really what it is, is follow up. If you've got something to say to your members, follow up with the action part of it and really just show them and be okay with your, whether, I mean, if it's not your face, um, somebody else's face that's on the brand, and obviously it might be a little bit different for every single person on their business, but show up, really show up. Yeah, definitely. And this was not an overnight thing that you've built, you know, it's been years, right? And so, and you have thankfully um, someone on your team or, or a partner who understood marketing and could help you with that. So what were some of the things like when it came to your marketing um, that either worked really well for you like for example you said facebook ads and they just grew 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 um like tell us a little bit about what's your marketing advice for for young entrepreneurs who maybe or early entrepreneurs who want to obviously let's say they're showing up on social media they're posting they're taking your advice of like being real with their audience showing their face that kind of thing um is there any other marketing advice you'd give to them that you've learned that worked really well for you? Um, yeah, and obviously it kind of depends, like if there was something more specific as far as like, um, were you a product company or are you not? Um, yeah. There's so many different- Service-based entrepreneurs. Service-based entrepreneurs. Yeah, um, you know, the thing is, is I don't want to give one thing that um, could deter somebody that they're maybe already doing because not all businesses are created equal and not all marketing is going to be created equal as well. So what I would say there is you really first want to educate yourself, know all the different platforms. Like I'll, I'll give you a, a quick example. We tried every single platform, advertising and marketing, and some completely and others really sell. So for us, Snapchat did really well, and we were all blown away by why Snapchat would work, but why Pinterest wasn't so good. So it just is very interesting, and it's it's really um, it's figuring it out as you go, and it's learning as you go, and it's um, just learning. Really, it's about educating yourself on the different ways of marketing. Really, the biggest thing is knowing your audience too. Your audience is going to be the key to the marketing. To learn how to speak to them, that's going to be a huge thing. So I do a lot of the copywriting for the company. I've learned how to actually connect with them. So if you are a service-based company and you're trying to sell services, 
who are you selling to, right? Your customers. And so how close are you to your customers? Like, are you interviewing them on a daily or weekly basis? Like, are you speaking to them? Because if you're not, how are you really knowing like what their biggest pain points are, what they're trying to solve in their life, et cetera, et cetera. So right after this interview, I actually have, um, I was doing customer support because of few of my employees were, were gone for graduation and I was doing customer support and answering the phone calls. Why? Strictly because I know it's going to be really ex excelling in my business and I'm not above that. I'm not above being customer support because I know that speaking directly to my customers, I'll know what their problems are and it just really makes me Oh, I need to change that in the app. Oh, I need to say this different. Oh, I need to blah, blah, blah. So really that that I think could be the biggest takeaway for any business at all, marketing at all, just really get close to your customers. Yes, this was so well said. I agree completely that marketing requires a lot of testing and a lot of fails along the way for you to learn what works and what doesn't. And it, there is no one size fits all, which is why what I teach is, you know, how do you use your strengths and your type of niche and where they hang out and that kind of thing to come up with your own marketing strategy. And I think the other thing you have to think about is, um, constraint like you you added things in as you went you probably didn't start with 12 million different marketing strategies right so um really good stuff there and then talking to your audience your audience has the answers your audience you can ask them where they hang out online you can speak directly to their pain points that they've shared with you they are the best um people to be listening to so even though i'm a marketing coach and strategist i'll tell my clients like i don't know what your clients would say to that you need to ask them what, what why did they say no like <laughs> we need to know this right um so really good stuff now failures and and uh let's go back to that so how have you become um i know covid happened right and you developed a new product which is exciting how did covid i'm actually curious for a home fitness like fitness stuff, I'm, I bet it was great. But like, how did um, the pandemic affect your business? And what were some changes or things you had to do uh, during that that time? Yeah, good question. Um, really, when anything pandemic or something massive comes into your life and affects anything, you you have two options at that point. One, let it affect you and kill you. Or two, find a different way to move with it and, and over against it. Because okay, here's an example. Um, back in the Depression era is right after is when the most millionaires were made, and it's because they were able to see an opportunity in a time of of crisis where they were able to go, oh, the world needs this. So there's actually, in my personal opinion, any sort of pandemic that comes around, it's either a death or a birth of something. It could have been like a death of your relationship because the second you had to get trapped in home with someone, you were like, there's no way I can handle this. Well, that was a death to be able to reborn something else, a new relationship in your life. And that's exactly the same thing with business. Um, for us, COVID happened and I go, oh my gosh, okay, I've got to think outside the box. What can we rebirth here? What can we do to help out the economy during this time? What can we do to really make those little fork in the road shifts? And you just have to go into either your, I mean, obviously your brain, but you have to go into your intuitive side too, to kind of sink into your heart, which is really hard for a lot of your masculine side business is very masculine. Um, so you have to, men or women can actually go into more of your second gut. So kind of go into that intuitive side. For me, that's where it came up. I go, you know what? I want to start doing um, an app and I started, I wanted to use 
instead of just resistance bands, I like to lift weights. I know that that's the one way that's going to get my members quicker and faster to the results by um, going into the lean muscle but I wasn't selling weight. So I went out and bought my own. When I bought my own, it was an eight foot long barbell that was literally knocking out every single wall in my studio. Like I did not have room in this little room of an eight foot barbell. So I went to the welder and I cut it down and I was like, I want it specifically this width. This width. It's gonna be perfect for my shoulders, my hips, my knees, everything. I'm gonna work out perfectly with this four foot barbell. That's where the reborn of a new product came. That blew up during COVID because at home workouts were a huge thing because um, they weren't able to go to the gyms. Now, keep in mind, you have to not be in China during COVID either because China obviously had massive delays and there were issues in that way. So and they were all shut down. So what I did is I went to my own backyard and was able to find local manufacturers, local powder coating and was able to do it all there. So to me, it was a rebirth. I was like, you know what? I'm rebirthing a new product in my company. I was able to take COVID and just flip it, turn it and keep going. Love this. Just by listening to you, the audience can take so much about your characteristics, that you are resourceful, that you're resilient, that you really care about your audience, that you're authentic and transparent with your audience. And I just wanna acknowledge, like it's not even about what you're saying right now, it is how you are coming, how you are making people feel and how you are, uh, what you are embodying. That's such a good lesson for our audience who are aspiring, aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, this is like, I just love, this is what makes me so excited. I love talking to entrepreneurs and hearing their grit and hearing the way that they pivot, like they've had to pivot and the lessons they learned and, and all the things. And so I just want to uh, acknowledge you for being so real. And, um, and if you could give an entrepreneur, let's say, <laughs> this is really common. I've had some people um, who follow me on social media and, Sometimes the thing I'll hear is, why bother? I've been doing this with no results yet. I don't see the results. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just getting started, but maybe in their mind, they feel like it's been forever, even though it's been like two months. How, what would you say to them if they're feeling like, why bother? Any final words of wisdom? Yeah, so where is your mindset for your goal ahead? If your goal ahead is only for next week or next month and you want to just make a quick buck and and then, yeah, why bother? I get it. Um, for me, I want to retire at the age of 40. I want to be able to sell this business or maybe hold on to it. And, and I'm starting other businesses um, for me. Why bother? Like you couldn't even say that to me because I get. I get women coming back, you know, I mean, and it takes time. Like uh, I started this business four years ago, two years later, I'll get like customers. I'll be like, you absolutely transformed my life. I was in a depressive state and I found you guys and you were able to let me start moving again. I was completely stuck and trapped in my own world. To me, I'm like, why bother? I, I'm absolutely transforming lives. And so the question to ask yourself is, you know, back in that world of when I was stuck into depression and I just wanted to pull the covers over my head, the one question I asked myself is where is this going to get me? And it wasn't going to get me anywhere. So if you go into why bother, then like, yeah, think about really where you want to be long term. When we get into this immediate gratification mindset, which we're all stuck in because of this decade, we get stuck immediate gratification and we don't want to, we go into why bother. 
But when we really think that long-term results, I really look at more of the bigger picture. I, I do this to transform lives, give back to the local economy, to be able to sustainably be abundant and to be able to live my life and continue to keep reinventing this world to be better a better place. I know that's my value. And so you, maybe a question to ask yourself is what is your purpose? What are you truly passionate about? Why were you put on this world? And it's not to be depressed and to soak up and hide somewhere because I absolutely know that there's every single person that I could sit down with you, look at you in the face and go, you have value to bring to this world. And you know it. You know it and you're either hiding it because of an insecurity or you're not, you're afraid to let yourself shine. But the second you're able to rub off that dullness and find out really what's making you shine, you won't say why bother anymore. You're going to let go of that and you're going to go, I'm ready to take this on. Yes, it's, it's the wrong question. <laughs> and, and why bother is focus on your past versus what you're saying is focused on your future. Where do I want to go? Where do I see, you know, big picture, what's the impact and contribution I want to make? So I love the way that you put that. How can, and, and one more thing um, regarding what you were saying about the barbell and stuff. It's all about right timing, right messaging, right audience. And I love that you picked up on the fact that, again, from your own personal struggles and that, you know, a lot of people were buying the home fitness gear, you created something out of that. So I really, again, just want to highlight marketing wise, guys, it's about right messaging, right people, right audience. And and um, and so anyways, I want to now leave it with where can people find you online and connect with you? You're on mute. You're on mute. Oh, I'm all over the place. It's really hard to not miss me. I'm sure a lot of you probably have already seen our ads. Um, bootybands.com is our site, or you can even see down below. Bootybands and Barbells is our name with our um, Instagram handle, Bootybands Official. Perfect. We will put that in the show notes at HaleyRow.com. And thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRow.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRow.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.